familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. You've probably heard conflicting information about drinking alcohol while breastfeeding. Is it safe to occasionally drink a beer or a glass of wine when breastfeeding? How long should you wait? How will it affect your baby? Should you pump and dump? I'm Dr. James Murphy, a pediatrician here in Solana Beach, just north of San Diego. Today we are talking about breastfeeding and drinking alcohol, the do's and don'ts. This is The Boob Group. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk, what's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva, don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk, never had to pump. Breast milk, all udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group, because mothers know breast. Welcome to the Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. The Boob Group is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for all things related to breastfeeding. I'm your host, Leilani Wild. I'm also an IBCLC and owner of Leilani's Lactation and Doula Services. Are you a member of the Boob Group Club? Join today and receive exclusive bonus content, transcripts, and discounts from our partners. Visit the member section on our website, newmommymedia.com, for more information. And while you're there, check out all our direct links to download our free apps available in the Android, iTunes, and Windows Marketplace. Now, Sunny is going to tell us more about our virtual panelist program. Okay. Hi, everybody. So I am on Facebook and Twitter right now uh, checking our account. I'm going to be posting some of the topics that we're talking about here in the studio. We welcome you guys to, to be part of it. And I usually post some stuff um, before we start recording as well. So follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Look for the hashtag VP. That VP stands for virtual panelist. And you can join the conversation. So let's meet some of the people that are joining us here in the studio. I'm actually going to participate in this conversation, so I'll tell you a little bit more about myself. So I'm Sunny, and I own New Mommy Media, which produces The Boob Group, Parent Savers, Preggy Pals, and Twin Talks. I have four children of my own. They are currently all age four and under, um, a four-year-old boy, a three-year-old boy, and identical twin girls who are about 19 months old. And Jennifer, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, my name is Jennifer. I am... I'm I'm probably 32. I might be 33. My husband keeps track of that. I don't. <laughs> uh, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have two kids. Um, my son is four and a half, and my daughter here, who you can hear, is nine months today. Nice. <coughs> Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, 
I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. All right, before we start today's conversation about breastfeeding and drinking alcohol, we are going to talk about this headline, and the headline kind of just stops you in, in your tracks. The headline is, should moms be paid to breastfeed? Question mark. And my answer is, yeah. <laughs> I would love to be paid. Now, I want to know, since I'm breastfeeding <coughs> twins, do I get double the money? That's, that's the big question that I have. We want paid maternity leave. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Let's, let's start with the basics first, right? Okay, so this is interesting. These UK researchers are testing a program. I guess they've tested in a couple um, small cities over the last few years. They're saying it's, quote unquote, showed promise. Um, but this is it. Their program gives women... in vouchers for free food, toys, and household goods if they agree to breastfeed for six months. And the big question is, you know, would something like that work here in the U.S.? Like I said, they're still testing it in the U.K. Would that work here in the U.S.? As you guys know, we do have WIC, which offers, you know, um, financial assistance. Food coupons. Yeah. So so WIC offers um, vouchers, food coupons, things of that sort for low-income families. So we kind of have something in place for that but this would be something that really expands that and it's not just based on low income anymore and and the idea behind it is because breast milk is so good for baby that baby is going to have less problems in the long run saving them money than if they just you know just try to encourage it wherever possible right well you know i'm curious is where's that money money coming from i mean is that from our tax dollars we're paying women to to feed their children well i think it is in england i think that's what they're doing over in england but yeah. that's the yeah well right? how would we do that here right? is that part yeah. of yeah, Obamacare I don't yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well remember that when the mommy is breastfeeding it's reducing a breast cancer ovarian cancer colorectal right. cancer so by having pa- patients live longer and better lives and, and utilizing less medical care you're saving a great deal of money. Well, so not- a little bit money invested up front can yeah. really reap dividends. And that's the idea, yeah. Right. But getting the mother to breastfeed for six months is predicated on having a system that can support the mother to do that. That's right. I mean, I just read someone was told they had to feed their baby in the, I mean, pump in the bathroom at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's crazy. I mean, that's right. still happening and that's against the law. So, I mean, th- we do have a long ways to go, I, I do believe. And I, I you know what? anything to promote breastfeeding I'm all for it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so yeah Jennifer what do you think about this I think it's a great idea (laughs) (laughs) where's my $310 yeah Yeah. I'm nine months in so I'm already owed that Um, yeah it would obviously be based off of taxes and do I want my taxes to be higher to support that Mm, maybe not yeah exactly (laughs) so I think you know it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I'd love to have the money, but I don't want to end up paying the money either. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the Boob Group, we're discussing breastfeeding and drinking alcohol. Our expert, Dr. James Murphy, the pediatrician here in San Diego, California. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Murphy, and welcome to the show. I'm pleased to be here. There seems to be a lot of misconceptions about drinking alcohol and breastfeeding. Is it safe to have a drink or two while breastfeeding? It's difficult to give an absolute answer to that question because the studies that we have uh, are suggestive of deficits in many areas in infants when the mother has one or two glasses a week of, uh, of alcohol. But can we modify that in such a way that we have food introduced along with the alcohol to keep the level lower but longer? Uh, can we time it so that the mother can begin drinking when she's beginning nursing so that uh, the peak alcohol level in the blood will go uh, and the uh, uh, breast milk, which is relatively the same, will go up and then down again, and roughly two hours later, it's down to a very safe level to, to nurse. But it all depends on how much alcohol the mom takes in and how soon the baby demands to be bre- breastfed next. Right, so and, and safe the kind, is a relative term. And the type of alcohol too, right? It makes a difference. Well, it's no, the it's bo- the a- absolute amount of alcohol. So the the recommendation has been: mom take in no more than eight ounces of wine, two beers or uh, the equivalent in uh, one drink, hard liquor. Okay. okay so good. it's the absolute amount of alcohol in whatever you're taking. The the, the particular uh, wine, beer, hard liquor doesn't make a difference. Okay. Jennifer, what have you heard in regards to drinking and breastfeeding? Well, everything that I've heard was, um, well, the, the slogan right now is, if you can drive, you can, or if you can drive, you can breastfeed. And so I kept, I don't know why people kept saying that. And I'm like, well, where does, where does this come from? There's got to be some science behind this new slogan that everyone's talking about. So I asked where it came from or why people think this, and I was uh, given a link to a, a scientist, a woman who had a baby, and she actually did her own research uh, where she tested her her milk and her blood with her own equipment at home while she was breastfeeding. And I thought that was really interesting. So I actually didn't drink at all after I had my first child. I uh, breastfed him for 14 months, and I never had any alcohol the entire time. But I read the article, or I read her research, and I actually started having wine since I've had this baby. Uh, so, you know, that was that's my experience with it was, um, you know, this, this woman had actually done the research herself, which... Most places, I think, won't support that kind of research because you're talking about giving infants alcohol, essentially. Uh, So it's probably not, I don't think it's well studied at this point. Right. Well, that's true. Um, I I know that some people do take uh, or consider drinking like beer to increase their milk supply. Uh, what do you yeah, think that's about a that? fallacy. A fallacy that milk is a galactagog. It doesn't. It actually impairs mm-hmm. the secretion of prolactin, and it actually over time can decrease the amount of milk you produce, as well as decreasing the milk ejection. So, um, 
one physician uh, in our ABM group has suggested that the babies that drank less milk uh, and slept a shorter period of time and got less rest might have been because of the taste, that the babies have exquisite taste and exquisite smell. That's how they find the breast in the first place. And that this might be interfering with uh, the, the baby's enjoyment of eating and may stop sooner. And that could be causing the problem as opposed to alcohol at low doses has a, a stimulant effect. It makes you hyper rather than suppressed. And that the alcohol uh, can interfere with sleep. We know that uh, people who drink a lot, when they, they go to sleep very quickly, but they don't stay asleep long and they don't sleep well. And so it's the active phase of sleep that is impaired, and that's the phase that really gives us the most uh, rest for our central nervous system and prepares us to get up and get going the, uh, for the, ne the next interval. For us to be the next day for the baby, it's whatever comes next. Right, right. So, I mean, if you had a patient that came in and asked you if, if it's okay or if it's safe to have a drink, because they've gone nine months, knowing that it's different when you're pregnant versus when you're breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. What do you usually tell them? I give them the handout, uh, uh, protocol number 21 from the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine, guidelines for breastfeeding and substance use or substance use disorder, and it was revised this year. And so it states quite clearly on there that alcohol interferes with the milk ejection reflex. Alcohol levels generally parallel the blood level in the mother so that if mother feels buzzed, the milk is buzzed. Uh, and that most sources advise limiting alcohol intake to the eight ounces of wine or the equivalent two beers uh, and waiting two hours after the beginning of consuming that uh, alcohol until resuming breastfeeding. So the idea is that if you drink it relatively quickly, you'll reach the peak and it will go down. If you sip it, it'll go at a lower level for a longer period of time. But at the end of two hours, it should be below the 0.02% blood level, which is considered relatively safe. Is anything absolutely safe? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows, but we know that if we get it down below 0.02% blood level, then it's 0.02% level in the milk supply. And we think that that's relatively safe. And for somebody who has to have their alcohol, then we need to counsel them on how to do it in the safest manner possible. We do counsel abstinence of alcohol while breastfeeding. Uh, and we, uh, pediatricians are not dumb. We know that mothers tell us what we want to hear. <laughs> we know that they don't tell us that they're drinking alcohol if they're not, if not going to be well received. Mm -hmm. So we tell them, uh, we give them uh, an, a way to deal with the issue if they have to have the alcohol. Do it this way. It's the safest way to do it if you're going to do it at all. Okay, good. Um, Jennifer, how old was your baby when you had your first drink? Um, she was six and a half months, I believe. And uh, did your baby ever um, respond differently when you breastfed? From uh, drinking? Uh-huh. Uh, so I actually had my first drink on Mother's Day this year. Uh, and we were in Las Vegas, of all places. And I had a, a glass of wine in Las Vegas, which is probably like half the size of a glass you'd pour yourself at home, I would think. And she slept all night through the night for the first time. <laughs> in her life. <laughs> it was a good Mother's Day present. So, with a study of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should start drinking because your baby will sleep through the night. No, don't do that. Um, so, that was my experience. Um, I had another glass the next night and she did not sleep through the night. And did she, did she act like, uh, like you know, because the 
the flavor? Did it alter? I mean, did you did you have that drink and then feed right away? No, I had uh, the drink at dinner time, which was around five, and she goes to bed around seven. Although we were in Vegas, so she probably went to bed around eight. So it was three hours later before she ate. Okay. Um, she didn't act any differently. It was a very normal experience. She nursed the same amount of time. Uh, Dr. Murphy, does it matter how old the baby is before we consider having a drink? The one thing that we're concerned about is toxicity to the central nervous system. So the more well-developed the baby is, the older they are, the less the risk of the toxicity. So this is why uh, absolutely no alcohol during pregnancy is necessary while the, the central nervous system and the rest of the body is forming. But then later, the older the baby, the better it is. So the, the more that you can delay introduction of alcohol into the diet, the better it would be. There's a big difference between men and women in metabolizing alcohol. Men seem to metabolize it very quickly and women much more slowly. And uh, and one television show in which they had uh, a, a bartender pour drinks for three women and then they measured their blood alcohol level until the it was done. One woman was down to uh, a, a safe level below zero, uh, 0 0.02 in two hours. The other one uh, took four hours and the last one was not allowed to leave until eight hours. They had to keep the studio open late. Did it have so, any, anything to do with the BMI of the women? Uh, they didn't correlate it. We don't have any studies I know of that do correlate that. But we do know that women have different tolerance for alcohol. And so the, the, the one who can drink a man under the table is not going to be at risk for having high blood levels of alcohol. The one who drinks one drink and has to, you know, sleep in the car on the way home from that dinner, would that, be me, that, that, would be, that would be a problem. <laughs> Sunny, what about you? What What's your experience? You know, obviously didn't drink during pregnancy, um, but having a glass of wine or a glass of beer is something that my husband and I like to do just to kind of relax. And honestly, the more kids we had, the more I felt like I needed to relax. Um, but obviously, you got to do that within reason, right? So I'm probably one of those people that, you know, did it a little bit sooner than most. My twins were preemies, so I did take that into consideration. That was something where I didn't really mess with that in the beginning. I wanted to make sure that, you know, once they got past their regular duty, date um, and they were breastfeeding fine you know and all that kind of stuff um, that's when I considered it I never really thought about doing it to increase milk supply or anything like that for me it was just a nice you know way to relax and and to just spend time with my husband what uh, kind of research or did you have any or did you just kind of go based off of what your friends were doing you know or? I really didn't do a lot of research on it to to be honest I was really freaked out with my first baby <laughs> you know but th these are babies three and four with my first baby I bought those um, test strips do you mm -hmm. know what I'm talking yes, about because yes. um, I was totally freaked out about it and then I really looked at how my babies reacted to it I think that was the bigger thing uh, what about those test strips Dr. Murphy among the AAP and the ABM uh, the opinion is that uh, uh, has been expressed to me by many members that they don't rely on the test strips they, they think that measuring the amount of alcohol and doing a correct timing is much more uh, relevant to giving a safe level of, of alcohol in, in the breast milk to your baby than using a test strip. It's just like the old, uh, you, you can buy uh, a breathalyzer to carry around with yourself and use it, but they're nowhere near as accurate as the ones that the Highway Patrol uses. Oh, so, good to know. Yeah. Good. So <laughs> For other reasons, right? <laughs> this, this is the person that falls asleep after one drink, so yeah. <laughs> okay, when we come back, we will discuss with Dr. Murphy how it affects the baby if you have too much to drink and whether or not we should pump and dump. We'll be right back. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the show. We are here with Dr. Murphy, a pediatrician from San Diego. Dr. Murphy, is there a safe amount to drink while we are still breastfeeding our babies? So alcohol is a toxin. It can poison the central nervous system at any dose. The question is, at what dose level will there be a permanent effect? as opposed to the temporary effect for which everyone drinks alcohol. We don't know for sure. So the tests that have been done uh, in the short term from 12 months and 18 months have showed some deficits. Uh, They have showed that there's impaired motor development and postnatal growth, decreased milk consumption by the baby, and sleep disturbances, active initially and, and not enough active sleep so that the baby's not getting the same quality of sleep. So these are two studies that have been done that have indicated that. There are longer studies done in Seattle over many years that have have been able to document uh, with higher levels of alcohol more significant deficits as as the baby grows older. So we should think of alcohol as a toxic insult. It's a one-time toxic insult each time alcohol is introduced to the baby. It does a particular level of damage at that one time and then it's gone. So there's not an ongoing deficit. There is a deficit as a result of a single insult or multiple insults at individual times that can then accumulate over time to show that the the baby doesn't meet developmental milestones as expected. So uh, the lower the level of alcohol, the less there's going to be a detectable and it may not be detectable from the average individual in the, in the normal IQ range. Uh, when larger amounts of alcohol are consumed, then you can see that it does have a deficit that is different from the average individual. Well, from what I understand, uh, when a mom drinks alcohol, and then what when we're taking medication, the same thing, when it transfers through the breast milk, it's in a smaller ratio. Is that correct? Well, no, relatively the blood level in the mother is the same as the uh, level of alcohol in the breast milk. It's very similar levels. So that's why you can think that when, what, when you're feeling a blood level in uh, yourself, mm-hmm. you know that your milk's not safe. And, and that's kind and of when, what Jennifer was saying. Yeah. If, if, you, uh, if you can drive, you can breastfeed. And that's saying that it's below the .02 level, mm-hmm. but fingers crossed. Right. I don't really subscribe to that. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, so, you know, if you're feeling clear-headed, if you're feeling... Most of the people who are stopped for DWI uh-huh. say they felt just fine. Oh, uh, that's true. Doesn't work. <laughs> so really, you just have to watch your consumption, how yeah. much, and, yeah. and uh, not regularly. Measure it and time it. Mm-hmm. That's your best way to go. Okay. What about pumping and dumping? You know, we hear people think that that's the the answer to having a drink. Well, if you have a high level of alcohol in your breast milk, then it's not good for the baby. So it's a judgment call as to the value of breast milk 
and the things that it accomplishes and prevention of SIDS and so forth, um, uh, that value is lost if the breast milk is discarded. Uh, and then the damage that the alcohol might cause is also discarded. So it's a judgment call as to how much alcohol you think is in there, whether if it's really, really high, if you're really very buzzed, uh, you shouldn't be breastfeeding that baby. So the baby needs to be given some alternate means of, of nutrition at that point. Um, and uh, you, if you pump the milk out, um, you just lose it because the alcohol doesn't go down when it's not in your body so that you can metabolize it. If you put it in the refrigerator, the alcohol stays at the same level. The only way to reduce the alcohol is to pump milk that doesn't have alcohol and add it to the milk that does to dilute down the alcohol level that you could give at a later time. Right, and that's okay. actually one of the things that I have recommended to moms. I said, if you ever have a, like a date night or you go to a wedding or a party or something, you're likely to have more than you normally would if you're going to have a drink. And and so I tell them, you know, go ahead and pump and then store it in your freezer and mark it alcohol. And then later on when the baby's older, you can divvy it up into smaller quantities and then you can give it to them safely. Their body's older, more mature, and can handle the smaller levels at that point because it is kind of mixed up. So as long as the breast milk stays in the breast, the um, alcohol is metabolized. Right. Once it's excreted, then it, it stays at the level that it's at when it's uh, expressed. Right. I mean, so, I mean, a, a mom could think that she just pumped and then after she pumped out that initial amount of milk, then she's safely to, to breastfeed. But that's not true because nope, it's still in to, her bloodstream. You have to wait until the, the time period where the alcohol is down to a safe level. And that depends on how much you drank and how quickly you ingested it as to when you can get down to a safe level. Right, right. So I, I had heard something, and I have a feeling now after listening to you guys talk that this is false as well, but I had heard that if you pump, okay, and let's just say you put them in the freezer, you put them in bags in the free freezer, um, that after a way extended period of time, like we're talking six months plus, that then if you thawed the milk, then the properties would at least be lower. Have you guys heard? In no, that's not true. No, at all. that's no. just I something mean, it's, we it's, tell ourselves <laughs> to feel better. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, but I mean, have you guys ever pumped and dumped? I have not. Um, I would. I don't like pumping. First off, so I'd rather either not drink, or f I mean, even resort to formula. I just don't like pumping, <laughs> so it's not my first choice. Right. Well, I have not pumped and dumped that I'm aware of. I don't think I've done that. Um, but I did do that thing that I was telling you about that I heard about where if you froze your breast milk and you put it in and then for extended, I marked it alcohol, an extended period of time, gave it to my kids. So I had done that. But the kids were pretty old by the time that I that I did that. Um, but again, I thought I was doing the right thing. So I'm glad we kind of clarified that today. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Murphy and Jennifer, for helping us all understand the do's and don'ts of breastfeeding and drinking alcohol and some of the experiences you have all had. And for our Boob Group Club members, our conversation will continue after the end of this show as Dr. Murphy will discuss his recommendations on what to do in order to prepare for maybe an upcoming event. Uh, when you plan on having a drink. So for more information about our Boob Group Club, please visit our website at newmommymedia.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So here's a question from one of our listeners. Uh, this is from Lindsay, and this is what she asked. I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome and put on metformin, and I'm going to butcher the name of this, but I think it's spironolactone. No one told me that would increase my chances of conception. They said I was infertile and even IVF probably wouldn't work for me. Anyways, it's very important for me to breastfeed and have been going for almost eight months under the assumption that those meds are not safe during breastfeeding. I looked at Lactmed and don't really understand what it says. My doctor wasn't helpful with this either. Has anyone used these meds while nursing? I'd really like to go back on it if it's safe for my girl. Hi, this is Veronica Tingzon, International Board Certified Lactation Consultant and Private Practice and Hospital-Based Lactation Consultant in the San Diego area. Everything that I've read on LactMed and also medications in Mother's Milk by Hale say that there's no evidence that it's not safe. A lot of times, pharmacists, doctors, and even the packaging itself contains a warning for pregnant and, and or breastfeeding women about, you know, whether a, a medication is safe or not to use during breastfeeding or, or, or pregnancy. So one of the things that I would look at is, does the benefit outweigh the risk? And if it does for you, then you can go ahead and take it. The studies show that very, very, very little of the uh, spironolactone gets into the milk. So really not a lot is going to be passed through the milk. And metformin is actually a drug that's commonly used while breastfeeding. Uh, it's a drug that's used for moms with insulin issues uh, who are diabetic. Usually uh, a type 2 diabetic mom will use metformin and it, it works great. And as a matter of fact, if you look at the book Making More Milk by Lisa Morasco and Diane West, it talks about how many moms with PCOS are actually asked to stay on the metformin um, when they are experiencing low milk supply. So I don't know why that medication would, would be stopped. Really, the spironolactone is the one that really has the question mark behind it because we just don't know that much about it. But metformin has been proven to be safe. So continue to use it if it helps you and, you know, continue to breastfeed away. I think it's wonderful that you were able to have your quote-unquote miracle baby because, you know, that was not really in the cards for you at that time. So I think that's great. Congratulations and keep doing what you're doing. You're a great mom. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Infants and Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents with Multiples. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group, your judgment-free breastfeeding resource. This has been a new Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Stimmies and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health, 
or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.